Hey everybody, it's James Marshall with my third ever radio podcast. And we're talking about local sports today, some NFL news, and some really funny things that happened last night in my fantasy football draft. So let's get right into it right now. First topic is uh, Victor Cruz retiring from football officially. The guy who's known for the salsa and winning two Super Bowls with the Giants has finally hung up his cleats and now is going to go work for ESPN. Rashard Matthews signed a one-year extension with the Titans. Now he has two years left on his deal to play for them. Josh Gordon is back to Browns camp after he took off three weeks from the team for mental health and physical health training. If you remember, he got suspended for an entire year back in 2016. Also, there's a quarterback situation in Baltimore because they have three quarterbacks that all they all like, but usually only teams bring two into their roster in the regular season, but it's looking like they have three quarterbacks. Joe Flacco, the established starter, RG3, who was a rookie sensation for the Redskins, but then got ended up being a bust and got cut, and now is on his fourth NFL team. And Lamar Jackson, who they drafted in the first round, who's very explosive, and I think all three of them are going to go into the regular season, which is very unconventional for a team. Now for the only established segment in my podcast so far, which is local sports. Adrian Peterson signed with the Redskins, and he has ability. He's a legend in first or second ballot Hall of Famer in my book, and I think this is a great addition for the Redskins, and he could be the workhorse running back in Geis' absence this year. I think it'll mean that the Redskins might work better in play actions and play action keeper boots and things like that this year. The Nationals are seven and a half games back from the Braves in the NL East this year and just traded Daniel Murphy for a single-A prospect and player to be named later and Matt Adams for $50,000. This means that the the Nationals are pretty much throwing in the towel and becoming a lot like the Redskins right now and just not really going anywhere but not really tanking either. So the Nationals really are throwing in the towel for this season. I think traded away maybe their best player on the entire team, the best hitter on the entire team. And he just brought so much to the clubhouse that is really hard to replace. And I'm going to now give you the four reasons why the Nationals are doing what they're doing this year and not in first place cruising in the NL East. The first reason is injuries. We started off the season with Murphy injured for like half the season. Rendon got injured. Uh, Harper had sat a little bit because of injury and went through a batting woe. Zimmerman was injured for most of the season. Howie Kendrick went down with a torn Achilles. It was just player after player went down because of injury, uh, starters like Strasburg, Hellickson, Eric Fetty all went down with injuries this year, and that is definitely one reason why the Nationals aren't where they 
are right, they should be right now. Second reason, and probably most obvious reason, is pitching. Their pitching just hasn't been good, except for Max Scherzer, who's probably going to win the Cy Young Award again this year. Beside him, there's basically just been an injured Roark, an injured Strasburg, and then a Roark coming off an injury who was really, really bad for a couple months. And then you had Gio, who's now just sliding way down the ranks, and they're probably going to get rid of him after the season. He's just not pitching well right now. Then Eric Fetty, of course, gets injured, and Hellickson gets injured, and now we're really only stuck with one quarterback, one pitcher who's really capable of winning our games. And the rest of the other four days are just a toss-up. And if we win, it's lucky right now because of the pitching is just not there. The third reason is because the catching just hasn't been there this year either. The batting averages for the catchers haven't gone below, uh, above 250 the entire season. Spencer Keyboom's hitting under 200. Matt Wieters was hitting under 200 for a long time. And he was injured for a long time. And Pedro Severino, when he was in there, was hitting under 200 as well. And Pedro Severino just couldn't get on page with Roark or Gio. Um, and therefore got uh, designated right back down to Triple A Syracuse. That catching just hasn't been there this season for the Nationals. And my fourth reason is Dave Martinez, while being a very analytical-driven guy, just doesn't have the same in-game and before-game locker room pep talks and getting the players hyped as Dusty Baker did. That's why Dusty Baker was so good in the regular season. Um, just Dave Martinez hasn't gotten his players hyped up enough this season as Dusty Baker did in years past and the players have just looked lethargic on the field and not the the same players that I've grown to love as a Nationals fan. Also, um, Dave Martinez just lost pretty much his biggest locker room leader and most energetic guy out on that field in Daniel Murphy. He was just always out there having fun and always making the right plays. And when you needed him to get a hit, he'd get a hit. He was just the perfect guy to have on our team. And I still think we shouldn't have let him go. But I'm not the general manager of their team, so I can't make anything happen. And now finally to the end part of my podcast, which is the fantasy football draft I had last night. I'm a commissioner of a league in uh, my family, and two really interesting things happened. Actually, three really interesting things happened. So, obviously, one team in our league, my uncle, didn't get the memo that you're supposed to wait before drafting a quarterback in fantasy football. So, he went ahead and drafted Drew Brees with the third pick in the draft. I was the fourth pick, so I ended up getting David Johnson, so I was really happy about that. But Drew Brees, his average draft position was 135th in ESPN leagues, and we had a 10-person league, 
So that means it would have been midway through the 14th round when Drew Brees got picked, unless he didn't get picked third by this team. It was just, it was just crazy. And then, even worse, probably, um, Rob Gronkowski got drafted 10th, which I know you're thinking, why do you think that's so crazy? Well, what happened after it was the team that had the 10th pick also had the 11th pick because it was a snake draft. So they drafted his brother, Glenn Gronkowski, who's not going to get a single snap this season for the Patriots. And she said she drafted him on accident because she thought she didn't actually draft Rob Gronkowski. And their profiles in ESPN look so similar. And so she probably just searched up Gronkowski and then clicked on the player that she thought was Gronkowski that looked exactly like Rob Gronkowski, but it was his brother. So leave a comment on this video or podcast if you think, if you made the same mistake. He's been drafted in 0.3% of ESPN leagues. So, and I'm guessing that's all just mistakes, thinking he's his brother. So this has been a really cool podcast. And thank you guys so much and bye.